be like, my name's Dixie. I'm in the Dixie Chair. Which Dixie are you? I'm Dixie Normans. <laughs>
Um, more so, we're just talking about we're going to continue some movie stuff while you're all on quarantine and all that stuff. Uh, so we're going to mm. do some of our favorite movies is what we're going to talk about. So uh, a couple other things. We had a, some new patron or a new patron this week. Uh, Dan Hopkins is our newest patron. Uh, where's my applause? Shit. Thank you, Dan. Wait, is this the applause? Cool story, Hansel. No, nope, that's not the applause. <laughs> nope, that's not it either. Damn it. They suck. We, can we blame that on your internet connection as well? Or <laughs> No, I, I'm just not prepared. Let's see. Yeah, I don't have the right ones. And also, Dan Hopkins, uh, you will be able to join our Discord uh, Which once we... I kind of send you over a link. Do not put your name as Dan H because we already have one. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, Larry got that Discord up this week, and that was kind of that was hopping this week. Uh, it's kind of fun. I'm like... Why didn't we do this yeah, sooner? <laughs> uh, well, because we're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. No, I am. I'm sorry. We got that up and we're, we've got some unique things we're going to be doing with that. Um, well, we're going to actually try to start doing, I, I know we we've came across, was it Derek and uh, Besh were playing a lot. They're playing with CMD Tower, uh, doing yeah. like Zoom or whatever, playing EDH on there. And we're actually going to probably start doing that as well. We just had to get our kind of setup figured out. And my reception sucks. So that's my issue. Our reception sucks. Yeah. Yes. So, but we're going to probably try to figure out a night, a week where we'll jump on there and play whoever wants to play. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I kind of had an idea with the Discord stuff. We might do like a drinking night (laughs) because everybody's home. Uh, but we were thinking about maybe doing something like that. We can probably let you guys know on Discord, but maybe like Friday night or something like that, we'll play some drinking games or just people are posting what they're drinking. That's kind of what we've been doing anyways. <laughs> Gonna Let's do Flippy Cup and just like, I got it, go! Yeah. <laughs> that actually could work. It's not a no, bad idea. It, it would not. <laughs> if there's video, it could possibly work. Uh, okay, uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, just made a new uh, video. You guys can check that out on YouTube. Uh, so I'm going to kind of do this now with the proxies. You know, we do the proxy of the week. Um, I'll probably end up recording when I'm designing them and just throwing them up on YouTube to kind of see, you know, what decisions I make and like what what stuff I decide to pop out. It might help you if if you want to make your own. I'll give you tips on doing that, or you can just watch me make fucking cards. I mean, that's the other thing. It's fun (laughs) yeah it seems really cool i'll uh you posted it like midday i haven't been able to watch it but um the crucible of worlds looks pretty awesome yeah the the funny thing is is i liked the art that i was using which might have been from the proxy guy i think is what i've been using for my own and so that's why i've never like made one because i'm like i like the art that he used um it might not actually be from him it's another one it's a different one where it shows like the world uh the earth like deteriorating looking like it's exploding i really like that picture mm-hmm. and so i was just like well i do need to make a crucible words because i do put that in so many decks and i like to use sure. our art our, not our art, but you know the designs that we do so um okay i think that's it right i mean people can follow us on twitter email youtube patreon if you want to hop on discord with us all, it, all you need is a dollar yep just a dollar and you can jump I, on discord God, and, i felt like an asshole right there why is that because you're asking for a dollar <laughs> yeah and, and and again people that you know with how everything's going like we mentioned last week uh don't feel bad if you have to drop your patron off or even cut it down to a buck or whatever uh it's you know it, we'd rather you it's guys yeah crazy it, stuff it's crazy right now but let's get into stuff that's fun and interesting so what do we want to start with do we want to start with the cards to cut now let's start with cards of custom. Wait, cut, wait, 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 wait. There. Such a wonderful deck. <laughs> I'm just like peering at sparkles. That's <laughs> well, that's what that intro f- sounds like when you're not right there. It sounds like least. sparkles. Yeah, sounds like sparkles in your eyes. <laughs> I don't even know how to react to that. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're we're talking about Kyle Bowman's deck he sent us. Um he did Karlov of the Ghost Council. So that's the two drop uh Karlov. Uh I did make this 
commander at one point. It's a fun one to play with, but what he is, he's a white and black 2-2 spirit advisor. Whenever you gain life, put two 1-1 counters on Karlov, and then you can tap a white and a black, remove six counters, 1-1 counters from Karlov, and exile target creature. So it has a built-in removal on it. Um, and the exile is really nice too. Yeah, for sure. Cause you get around the indestructible and all that fun stuff. Uh, so I guess, how did you go about doing this? Cause you know, I've built this deck before and of course you can build it many different ways. So I, when I kind of went with the cards of cut, I almost went back to how I built it. Not completely, but I was just like, well, this looking at it, these are the cards I would cut and this is what I would do in, in its place. So I'd, I'd like to know yeah, first how and- you did it. And looking looking at his list, it feels like it's pretty similar to what you did. I have you know I haven't played against your deck in you know probably two years. It feels like at this point, ever since we started the podcast, yeah, it doesn't exist. Uh, anymore, I don't think. Did you take it apart? I believe so. I think I did. Okay. I have to look in there. So, but I mean, like to utilize Karlov the most is like you want incremental like life gain. So like Soul Warden and and that type of thing, like gain one life and then or uh, Karlov triggers and you just want as many of those triggers as possible in my mind. That's, that's the way yeah. that I would go. That's what the way that Kyle went. Um, and so for me, I didn't have a lot of changes. Like I have the last two cards to cut. It's just, um, just a couple of cards that I, I think I would probably prefer to try out. Okay. Um, um so what were some of the ones that you went with? So, should I? I'll I'll start with land in just yeah. a couple of what little little <laughs> things. Okay, so he has thirty four land in there, and he knew I I would go after this, and he's he thinks uh, he says that it's fine. So clearly, fast forward thirty seconds on this. Uh, one thing that he has an evolving wilds, but no terramorphic expanse. If you just want to upgrade, put in ash barons. Yeah. Um, I think that would just be better if you're not playing both. Um, I would cut two planes and put in arcane lighthouse and detection tower. And what those do is they take away hex, hex proof and shroud. So that allows Karlov to exile any creature on board when those lands are in play, just that little bit of utility can really go a long way. Um, I would get rid of shambling vent, which is like, uh, black, white comes into play taps. It's a creature and then put in high market, which is tap sacrifice a creature gain one life just another way of getting that like little bit of incremental life gain for karlov i don't know if i would <laughs> and cut, then i don't know if i'd cut shambling vent because it does have the life link with it you know? sure i mean and he he is running some wraths um so it doesn't have to be shambling vent but i was looking for some like some tapped right land type thing yeah so um it could be just a ba- another basic uh, and then the two main ones where I would add inland would be Silent Clearing and Cryptic Caves, which are lands that can be tapped and sacrificed to draw a card, which just kind of helps you with consistency. If you're saying that you're good with your 34 lands and whatever ramp package you have here, um, I would just say this would up your consistency, but also allow you to get those lands more consistently as well. Yeah. And so I would cut Nyx Fleece Ram and Trespasser's Curse for them. Um, I think they're both good cards, and they probably they help you keep your curve a little bit low. Like I, I like Nyx Fleece Ram here, but Trespasser's Curse is kind of just like you have to curse one player, so you got to right. guess whoever has the most creatures that are coming into play. And so I felt like that it's a good card. I like the card, um, but I felt like getting lands are, are probably more important. Yeah. Uh, and then on to, so that's one technically. That was one card Don't you cut. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on, uh, I was thinking I'm not a huge fan of 1000 lashes. Yeah. I also cut in that his one list. as well. It, it kind of drains and it's uh you know, um, it's an enchantment that, it's a pacifism where they can't use abilities. Yeah. And, it and then kinda, it, it drains it, them. It, from it one. takes away from the theme. Like if it was, you were gaining a life off of that creature, not attacking and blocking or whatever and activate abilities, then I could see it. Cause then you're gaining a life 
yeah. turn. But and so it's, it's like one one half of a little bit of what he's doing, but it's not the half that helps Karlov. Yeah, and that's what you that's the right? key is you want when I played it, uh Karlov and he's played this for a while, I'm guessing. But the big thing is you want Karlov to get his counters and just start removing the board. And that's how you win because you control the board. He might go a little bit more on the the side of just like Karlov kills with commander damage too. That yeah. might be the case here. Um, I don't know how often that happens for him. So he might consider that not something he wants to do except for um, necessary things. Like if he doesn't have the removal in hand or something. What I would do is put in... Um, Ranger of Eos. So this this style of deck is like the old modern uh, Soul Sisters type deck. And Ranger of Eos just kind of adds gas. And what that does is when it comes into play, you could go search for two creatures with converted mana cost one or less. So that allows you to go get your Sarah Ascendant Soul Warden, Soul's Attendant, uh, and maybe one or two more in there. But that gets you exactly what you want in this deck with the, the life gain triggers. Yep. Uh, the next one was Ajani's Mantra, uh, which is just an enchantment that during your upkeep, you gain one life now. Uh, and so what I would go with that is switch it over to Oriok Champion, yeah. which is Every whenever time a, a creature, creature comes to play, comes you gain play. one life, yeah. but you get to, it has protection from black and red. So it, it can block all day, depending on what's going on. Um, if somebody's doing like blasphemous act deck that's dealing damage like it's going to survive that um i i really think that it's a really powerful card yep i actually had that as my ad as well do you yep um another cut i would do is death grasp yep i had that one and that's there too <laughs> we kind of had the same thoughts uh so it's black white x and then it deals damage you gain that life uh and i and i feel like that's a good like reach spell when you just can't reach that person you just like burn them out a little bit yeah um but the problem is but what, your commander you know karlov it isn't you get for each life you gain it's just your one instant of gaining life sure. so this and i think i think this is just more of just like that reach of just like i need to burn that player for 10 yeah and and kill them and so i don't know if that really matters here yeah. So, I agree. Um, but I would I would put in Ajani Strength of the Pride, which is the M twenty Planeswalker Ajani. That's my number that's one like, ad that I had in here. Yeah, that's that's sure. so fucking for good. Sure. Uh, and I didn't even that's Your, the card I've talked about with Trombley using it, and I didn't even know the card mm-hmm. existed. But that thing, if you have the the ultimate, you can do as soon as it comes into play, and if you have fifteen more life than your starting life total, you wipe all opponents. What is it? Creatures. Uh, artifacts, creatures, and like artifacts? all their non-land permanents yeah. are gone, pretty and, much. It doesn't touch you, and it's just like what, <laughs> like exiles them. So it, it's, yeah, this is your cyclonic rift in the stack. I, I agree with you being number one. Yeah, that was my number one. And then the also, deck. like if you can't, if you can't do it, you can uh, put out a token of uh, Ajani's pride mate, which yeah, gain, which is also going to gain like, life. You gain huge. counters. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a, for sure needs to be in here. I mean, that, that's a card that's just good in general, mm-hmm. you know, especially mm-hmm. in a life gaining deck. Yeah. Um, and then the last card I would probably cut is Paralescence, uh, which is, um, destroys all enchantments and uh, you would gain one life for each enchantment destroyed. Um, you know, it's kind of on theme. It, it feels a little bit narrow. Like, I don't know how many enchantments that you're going against, but it's definitely going to hit you. So I was thinking uh, running Heliod's intervention here would yeah. be almost better because you can pay X, destroy a bunch of multiple enchantments or, or artifacts, gain, which is a big thing. Or gain life. Because... Uh, or gain a bunch of life which is on theme in the stack and like can almost turn a little bit like the death grasp if you have a sanguine bond in play like gain that life drain somebody for that kind of a similar effect see how i I worked that in from last week nice (laughs) it's so funny Um, and so i I think (laughs) no go ahead go ahead This is the, I, the the online or the uh, doing this all virtual because it's like the uh, the little delay. We're both like, oh, oh no, go ahead, no, y- you go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, you finish what um, you're saying. 
And so I, I think it's a cool card, and it might just be newish. You know, it just came out like a month ago, technically. You know. Yeah. Um. So, but I think that's a pretty cool thing. I have added Heliod's intervention into. It's really good. At least two decks, I believe. Yeah, it, it seems really cool. Um, and so that's. I mean, there, there. I got a big list, and I'm like, no, I think, I think uh, that right there. I think what he has going on is a is a nice tight list. I, I'll bet you it works pretty smooth. Just add in two more land. <laughs> <laughs> two? You want it? You want nope. at least four more land? Look, I am compromising, and You're I'm trying to have people listen a little bit more. Just play with <laughs> a little bit more land. Thirty six was my minimum. Thirty seven is where I typically go. <laughs> is my maximum. <laughs> it's my maximum. Yeah. I prefer a thirty six and a half. <laughs> uh, okay, so how I took this deck, mm-hmm. there's a crap ton of wiping the board and removal of creatures and all that stuff. But the funny thing is, your your commander does that on its own. So I kind of went the route. So <laughs> the funny thing with this whole thing is. The first two cards to cut things that we did, I had like what Lowry just did, where it was like, I think you should cut this card and replace it with this card or these kind of cards. And whereas you went the other times, it was like a long ass list of cards to cut and then a long ass oh, list yeah. of cards to add. So now we flip flop because Lowry specifically said, you know, take this card out and put this card in its place. I, I just was able went, to do that this time. Yeah. <laughs> I went, I went the Lowry route and I just have a list of cards to cut. And then I have a list of cards that could go in here. So I'm not in particular, like this card replaces this card, but I'm giving you a a list of cards that I thought would work well. So that being said, I think a lot of this removal, even more than what I'm even saying here could be gone because you're very creature heavy is what I would not necessarily in his, this is 24, but to really make, because you, you want those incremental, life gains not the big chunk life gains like i was saying with that uh one card that you said to cut um so you want things that are going to trigger multiple times so like your soul wardens when you play a creature you gain a life if you have multiples of those karlov gets that much bigger that much quicker so first off i'll just go through some of the things i said to cut uh, I said take out path to exile swords to plowshares wrath of god because that's hitting your own stuff uh, Merciless Eviction, uh, Fumigate, Death Grasp, Mortify, Ajani's Mantra, 1,000 Lashes. Uh, I had Trespasser's Curse. Which one is... Oh, that's the curse that you were talking about. Uh, and then the other two... Did I say Bloodseeker? That was the other one I had on here. didn't say that, no. Okay, so the reason why... Oh, how many cards was that that you suggested cutting there? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Gate. See it right there on the. Are you looking at his tapped out list? Yep. Oh, I'm looking at his. Sorry, how I'm looking. Oh, it might not be his updated one. I'm looking at the one that he sent from Goldfish. Uh, but you. I think the only difference was Fumigate. I, okay. I, I recognized everything else. Yeah. So, and then I also had Bloodseeker because Bloodseeker it it's doing that same thing that we were talking about with the other one it's draining life. You're wanting to gain life. So this doesn't really fit with what you're doing. Um, so cause like, it, I prefer to go with like a blood artist effect, like Zulapork cutthroat or something right. in the place of blood seeker. I don't know what you put in there, but well, okay. So I'll just kind of go through the ones that I added. Of course, a Johnny, uh, I said to put that sucker in there cause it's a must have in this deck, especially if you're gaining tons of life. Um, like you said, Ariok champion, also the Daxos blessed, blessed by the sun does the same thing where it's the gaining life, um, when your creatures come into play and when they leave play. So, so you're, you have a double potential trigger there. Um, Heliod's intervention, like you said, so I'm going to name the ones that you said. Okay. So I think that's it where we're at the same. Now the things that I thought would be interesting is. Crested Sunmare would be a pretty sweet card to have in here because uh, it's at the beginning of each end step. If you gain life, you get a 5-5 white horse creature token and mm-hmm. your horses are indestructible. And it's just, you're gaining life and you can do it on other people's turns if you're able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it seems like someone... Yeah, if they play a creature and you have Soul Warden in play, you get a, 
a horse at the end of the turn. Yeah, yeah for sure. That is that's a good card. Yeah. So to uh, have in life gain decks. Uh, and then I did boon reflection. I added in as well, which is the same thing as the rhino that he does have in there, where it's uh, anytime you gain life, you gain twice that amount of life. Rock's Faith Mender. So yeah. Boon Reflection is the enchantment the version. The enchantment version of that. Um, one of your, this is kind of your game winner. Like your, he has the, um, uh, was it Feldar Sovener? The If you have 40 or more mm-hmm. life, you win the game. Uh, Test of Endurance does the same thing, but it's an enchantment form. Um, I also had Legion's Landing. That gives you tokens with lifelink. So you're getting multiple tokens, and once you have, what is it, attack with three or more, then it flips, or have Attack with three or more, yeah. yeah. Then it flips, and then you're just making one-one tokens with lifelink. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you want is those little incremental. Like, you have five of those. Each one that hits, you gain two counters. So you gain, he gains ten counters on him um, if Mm -hmm. all five of those hit. So I thought that would be a good add. Uh, I also think like Argul's Bloodfast, which is another flip card, the one that um, you pay two life and can draw a card, two life, and I think it's a black and a colorless. If you're gaining enough light, that might help you draw more cards. The Bloodfast enchantment that flips is better than I thought. I looked at it and was, I'm paying two for the same thing for Greed or even Erebos, which he has in here. Um, and so I feel like, uh, Kyle, if you're going like land light a little bit, maybe try and put in that, uh, a little bit more draw. Cause I was, when I looked at my list, I was like, well, there's like neck, uh, necropotence that you could add in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I don't know how the, the, the deck runs necessarily. Like you might have land in hand where it just doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, and then the last two, um, sun droplet is always great in decks like this where Mm -hmm. you get damaged but then each upkeep you're taking a counter off and you're gaining life and then you're putting two counters on them so it's not just once a turnaround it's everybody's turn you're removing a counter and gaining life so that's i think would be a really good add in this deck and then the last thing is bantu's monument which it's Makes your creature spells cost less, but then you're also gaining life every time a creature. So it's the same thing that we've been doing with Soul Warden. So how I would approach this. That's a that's a cast trigger, I believe. Is it cast? Yeah, you're probably right. Monument. I'll pull it up quick. But how I would approach this is you're trying to gain as much life in the smallest amount of increment. You're trying to get your, your Karloff. Yeah, it's whenever you cast a creature spell. Each opponent loses a life and you gain a life. Yeah. So it's not, it's doing the the cutthroat, um, Zulaport cutthroat and blood artist thing. But the, the incremental gaining of life gets your Karloff huge. And then you don't need all those removal spells. You don't want, you don't want to wipe your board. So that's why I was like, get rid of all the mass removal, unless that's what his meta is. That, that's what <clears throat> my feeling is, is, Maybe he's the target in this a lot of times because there is a lot of removal and mass board wipe. So maybe that's the way he's surviving. And that's why, because there's meta attacks him or all the time, you know, maybe that's his way of getting around that. So then if that's the case, then yeah, that makes a little more sense. But when you're playing and right now, I'm looking at 24 creatures. I'm saying to cut a bunch of the spells and adding more creatures you definitely don't want board wipes when you're doing that. And then you control the board by your Karloff gaining life and getting the counters and killing creatures. And then you win the game by, you don't even, you could probably just sit back and hit one of your, when you have X amount of life or more, you win the game. You don't even have to be aggressive with it, you know, mm-hmm. or you kill somebody at commander damage with Karloff. If you're gaining that much incremental life, you could definitely win just with the commander damage and Karloff. No, Karloff, Karloff seems pretty sweet and he does do a really good job like when you had that deck um i do notice i think there's a couple of like combo stuff like there's exquisite blood with yeah. sanguine uh bond which yeah. is just like a it drains everybody um another if you like playing combo kyle one that i wouldn't mind trying and if you want to give it a try that'd be great super cheap 
um, but it's infinite life essentially. Um, but it is, let me find it here. Uh, resplendent mentor and then famished paladin. So resplendent mentor actually, um, it's like five mana. It's a white, uh, creature. And when it's in play, all of your white creatures can tap to gain one life. Yeah. That's a good idea. And what famished and what famished paladin and that, that all triggers separately. So that could help just in the theme here as well, just with the incremental yeah, I like uh, that. life gain. Um, but also what famished paladin is, it's a white colorless three, three, uh, and it untaps whenever you gain life. So, so with those two in play, you tap, tap famished tap, tap, tap. paladin, it untaps itself. Then you can just make Karlov as big as you want, gain a million life, and if you have sanguine bond in play, it drains them. Like or you so, just that it kind of remove is the board. powerful in a lot of different ways here. Yeah, or you, you you kill one player with commander damage if they you remove the board, <laughs> kill somebody with commander damage next turn, kill the next person. Yeah, that's it. That that's the thing is it depends on your meta if your meta is in because that's kind of an infinite combo, you know. Sure, but he he has it with blind or with uh, yeah. Exquisite no, blood, and sure. so I'm seeing it. That's why I'm pointing it out, right? No, because you know you could add. also gain 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 a million life and Aether Flux Reservoir out the table, right? Like that that little combo right there can do a bunch within this deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I've never seen it, and I, I kind of want to play it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you let me know how that goes, Kyle. If you do that, super cheap. You know, I think it's a buck, and Famished Paladin's like a twenty five cent card. Yeah, I like that he has um, he has a bunch of the like I like Heliod Sun crowned in here. That's like perfect for this because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're just adding gaining life, adding more counters to Karlov. Like it just I think I remember that rustling his jimmies when it came out too. I think he was like I think he took a picture and showed us on Twitter and it was just like counters on everything he has. <laughs> it looked pretty sweet with Heliod. Yeah, so that this deck looks pretty freaking sweet. I, so mine, I never you know like we've talked about. I don't typically update my decks very often so a lot of these have upgrades that i didn't have like i i really like the um uh, the twilight prophet i want to use that card a little bit more Twilight prophet seems sweet i did get one so you know i'll fit that in here soon oh good for you <laughs> not a problem uh, <laughs> another card that i wouldn't mind pointing out but not saying what to cut for it but Children of Corliss, uh, that's just a common from Time Spiral, but you can sacrifice it to gain life back that you lost this turn. So if somebody's trying to whittle you down like with a big 10, 20-point hit, you can sacrifice it, gain all that life back. Um, or with Aether Flux Reservoir, or, or you're drawing cards, a ton of cards with uh, your Erebos, and then you just sacrifice it, gain all that life back, and you can do it again, and then you have Phyrexian Reclamation in here and Sun Titan that can bring it back. You can just kind of repeat back and forth there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really enjoy that card when it comes to giving up your life. You might need to add a couple more of that kind of card in here, like a Toxic Deluge or uh, you know, just a couple more cards that like just drain your life so you can abuse that a bit more. Yeah, because you're gaining um, a lot of life, is, so you should abuse, make use of that extra life that you're getting. Sure. So sweet. Uh, that is. Thanks so much for sending that deck list in, Kyle. We uh, we enjoyed talking it through. Yeah, and anybody on uh, the Discord or Discord uh, Patreons, you uh, patrons, you guys can send your decks to our Gmail, and we can take a look, and then we will do a cards to cut segment. Um, it just depends when we can fit it in and what, you know, when it works with going to be after spoiler season at this point, that's about to start. Uh, we actually should probably, do we want to mention the news of that? Um, the magical news. Oh, sure. We, we should probably do that. Magical news. I just had to make sure we got our button, right? (laughs) Yep. I I forgot that's what mattered. (laughs) That's that's the key because then it's less editing for me and it's us react. I like that much better because before it was us just like me 
editing these sounds in and us not reacting to it because, so you know, it was after the fact. <laughs> I like it a lot yeah. better that we can react to it. But, okay, so what happened this week? We uh, kind of found out some things with the new uh, Ikoria set. They're they're moving the set back, right, um, mm-hmm. for the pre-release, and the release is going to be the same weekend. Uh, when is our stuff? Do you remember what that was? We should pull up the Discord to see that. Which that. stuff? Uh, you mean the we, gods? The, like, oh, we can mention that too. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff. No, but when are they releasing it here in America or in the North America? Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust any of their numbers right now. Okay. I I would just say it's pushed back till the end of April or maybe even beginning of May or whatever. Um, but uh, until COVID nineteen gets figured out and people start understanding what they can and cannot do. I would, I wouldn't trust a release date of whatever they're saying. Yeah. Well, it sounds like that arena will get it, you know, on the normal, the normal release date, but you know, the, the paper form of it is going to be delayed. Another thing that got delayed is our fucking gods. God damn it. (laughs) Not the, uh, the secret layer gods from back on the Valentine weekend, mid February, me and you and Trombley and a couple of people got than that. emails. It was, wasn't it longer than that? Wasn't no, it the Valentine's? No, it was Valentine's day. Was it Valentine's yep. day? I thought that was the, um, yep. the, whatchamacallit girls, uh, that's Thalia's. a chocolate bar. <laughs> Which, Cause we had the Thalia gals, right? Wasn't that? That just came out like two weeks ago. Oh yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah so anyways we didn't get ours and now it's because we every all of us i believe were ordering ours if you got it later in the day people that ordered right away got theirs already so there's a few people around us uh, a couple of our listeners have already gotten theirs mm-hmm. but me you uh, that, that's, number two right now they're saying that it'll two. come out late may early june yeah. Again, I almost highly doubt that depending on what starts getting figured out. Because what you mentioned before so, is, uh, and this wasn't on the cast, but you said, hey, do you think this delays anything because where they make it? It could be, you know, if it is made in China or whatever. And I was like, nah, this is going to be fine. And then, yep, sure enough, delayed. <laughs> and, it, and it might not, it, and they might all be printed in America and it's still going to be a delay. We're, this mm-hmm. is going to be you know, you, you push it out until you can get close enough and then you're going, you know what, we need to delay it more. That That's the safest thing. You still want to be making, they still want to make money. No, you don't want these businesses going under if you like supporting them. Yeah. Uh, but you also don't want to get sick. Yeah. So, so it'll, it'll be okay. Everything's going to be fine. It's fine. Well, everything's fine. You know what the problem is right now? Basically, my decks that have, um, What's her face? Any of the gods in them? I'm cheating because I no longer own them because I sold them all to Card Kingdom and I don't fucking have them anymore because I you ordered these. Or a cheater. <laughs> I'm totally cheating now. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's move into the last segment. Let's see. I'll turn the volume down a little bit and then. Well, appreciated. There we go. <laughs> I miss Lowry buttons. That's what I, I wanted. Lowry buttons from last week was awesome. All right. So we are going to talk about core card alternates. So we're going to do a blood moon. We're going to kind of talk about some of the cards. There isn't a crap ton of stuff. There's it's pretty straightforward with this, but there's Blood Moon does some interesting things. If you don't know what Blood Moon does, it's one red, two colorless enchantment, comes into play. All non-basic lands are now mountains. So it screws us players that like to play dual lands and non-basic stuff. It wrecks Um, when you're not, when you don't prepare for it, it wrecks. It's been fun playing with it because I've had the Perforos deck and I just (laughs) seem to get that or Meg, so let, let's talk about the the probably the the most like it, uh, Magus of the Moon. Magus of the Moon, which is the same thing but on a creature, uh, and that's relatively cheap. So Blood Moon's a, a, a quite expensive card. What are we at right now with Blood Moon? Say thirty. Uh, let's check here. Twenty. 
Oh, you think the Masters Editions? 13 you can get them for. That's not as bad as I thought. Yeah. So Blood Moon's 13, but Magus of the Moon is only like a buck or two. So no, but, no, that's more than that. That's like five or six or seven. Was wasn't it in the Commander product? No, that was oh, in it's iconic uh, masters. Uh, never mind. I was thinking, what's the other one? Oh, it was the the Wheel of Fortune guy. That's who I was thinking about. Oh yeah, that Wait, one's is it not? Yeah, that's Mag- twenty five. Magus of the Wheel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking of. So yeah, no, he um, Magus of the Moon is eight bucks. Uh, you can get him Iconic Masters or Future Sight is actually at nine bucks too. So that's your obvious replacement. That's exactly the same thing. You're probably running both of those if you're running one of them. Uh, so, but- so when you were looking at Blood Moon, how did you how did you look at it when you were trying to devise this list? I was more going after like stuff that yeah, I guess land hate more. Uh, it kind of went with the non-basic at first, but there's only so many that you can compare to. And then it's just more of screwing your opponents over with land stuff. So like even coming into yeah, play. Yeah, that's kind of where I got to as well. Yeah. So it kind of morphed into that. Um, another example, did you have back to the basics on there? I'm guessing you did. Cause that's sure. Blue, back to basics was definitely on there. Yeah. Um, but then I started adding like, Thalia Heretic Cathar because that does the tapping their lands when it comes into play. Yeah, that makes sense. I did not add that, but because I don't, I don't add that. I don't add in Thalia to mess with people's lands. That's just like an added benefit. I do that. I add that in for creatures. So, but it totally works. Yeah, because it's creatures and non-basic lands. Your opponent's control enter the battlefield tapped. So that's a good way to screw uh, it's hitting two things at once so there was a couple of those that i uh did that what's a couple of things that you had on your list so uh for black you have contamination and infernal darkness oh uh, the contamination, so contamination is when they tap what's that isn't contamination when they tap a land no. yeah no? it's a swamp yeah all lands turn into swamps oh, they don't produce okay. anything else uh same thing with infernal darkness uh, contamination, you have to sacrifice a creature at your upkeep. But so, but like contamination is bonkers in any mono black deck. Like it's just that good. Just shuts down everybody else. Uh, and then Infernal Darkness, it, it has a, uh, cumulative upkeep of one swamp and maybe a life or something, but that just slows everybody else down as well. Uh, and then like one, ones that I like using would be Wars Toll and Mana Web, which are whenever an opponent taps a land. They have to tap all of their land at that one time. Yeah, I was thinking. And so they have to kind of like play too. everything at that time. Yeah, that's a good one to use. I like that. I don't like when you play it, but yeah, it's a good <laughs> one. Fair enough. Um, another one that I think is pretty brutal, but it's maybe too, probably too narrow is Choke, which uh, all islands stay tapped. Oh, yeah. So it's it's like a weaker back to basics, but it's geared towards islands instead of non basic lands. Um, I did this is kind of dicky, but I did ruination because uh, that's destroy all non basic lands. So <laughs> I kind of had a feeling you. I don't I don't disagree with you. I just think that breaks the the social contract of mass <laughs> land destruction and stuff like that. The social. <laughs> it's a little, that's what is stated in the, the non rules. Come on. So what I did for land destruction uh, is wave of vitriol and from the ashes. Yep. I had those. And that too, destru- yep. So yeah, same thing, but it replaces them with basic land. So it's not as dicky cause you're replacing it. <laughs> that's why exactly. That's so it. it's more just like, Let's get rid of that cradle and a couple of your duels and you can still fix your land with your basic lands. If you have enough, if you're smart enough to play your basic lands, but or um, you play, I, I felt you like don't those play any basic like I did. And I learned the hard way. Yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I put down hall, hall of gemstones. I did not put that one on there. I don't remember hall of gems. Isn't that the one that returns to your hand or no? No, no, no. So this one is, Reserve list, maybe. Sure. <laughs> Let's check on that. I'm pretty sure it's reserve list. 
Yes, it's reserve list. <laughs> uh, so what that does is green, green, colorless, enchant world. Uh, during each player's upkeep, that player chooses a color until end of turn. Oh, yeah. Each mana-producing land produces mana of the chosen color instead of its normal color. So it and so that's for everybody. Right. So it doesn't screw everybody over. It just kind of, if you're playing multicolors, you really only get to choose what you're going to cast. And if you're casting two colors, you know, it screws you that way. So... Uh, you you have to have like a signet or a talisman to get that other mm-hmm. color of land. Otherwise, like if you have if you're a three colored uh, commander and it's not out yet, you're probably not going to be able to play it. Yeah. Um, the other awesome thing about this though is like during your upkeep and you say not blue, they can't really counterspell your stuff unless you're they're using like a free counterspell or something. And so that that stops counterspells. It stops a lot of removal as long as it's off color. So you, I you put I put this in mono green decks. Yeah. And when it's green, they can only cast green spells, and more than likely they're not going to be able to stop you that way. For sure. Yeah, that's a good ad. I like that card in there. Um, I also had uh, I've seen this played recently with Trombley, but Price of Progress is a good one. It's different. I it's got not, that one too, yeah. It's not screwing people over, you know, that they can't tap. Punishing them. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's doing a punishment more of. Uh, and then I also. And that deal is two damage to each player for each non basic land they have. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I guess twice the number of non basic lands. That's two damage. You got me. I'm like, what? No, it's not two damage, Larry. Sure. I look at it, yeah. I guess. Uh, I also, Alpine Moon is another one that's very similar to. Um, Blood Moon. Didn't, I didn't put that one down because I felt like it was because that's just a land, right? Yeah, it says enters the battlefield, choose a non-basic land card name, lands your opponent's control with the chosen. And I guess it's more of a hate of one card. I was actually thinking it was all non-basic lands had the tap. There's a Blood Sun, which is hits all like they can only produce one. Maybe uh, that's what I meant instead. I'm pulling that up just to make sure. That's from Rivals. That might be what I was... That's actually more... Yeah, that is actually what I was more... We're going to cut that. So Blood Sun. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's nice because it you draw a card on the ETB. Mm-hmm, replaces itself. And then all... Yeah. Land, so it... it uh, and they lose fetches. abilities except mana abilities. Yeah. So it hits fetches, kind of screws people over with that. Uh, and then my last one was, uh, which one is this? Primal Order. I don't know if I have that one. That I have to remember what that card actually does. Oh, during it's an enchantment during each player's upkeep. Primal Order deals to that player an amount of damage equal to the number of non-basic lands he or she controls. So it's a continuous doing damage for having non-basic lands. Next to Price of Progress, I have Burning Earth, which is a four-mana red enchantment that whenever a player, maybe opponent, but um, uh, taps and non-basic land four mana, it deals one damage to them. It's whenever a player. I'm player? Pulling, I pulled okay. it up as you're, when you were talking about it. Yep, yep. I'm not. I'm not uh, more knowledgeable. Damage. That oh. isn't what I was trying to show there. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, that's. We need to sound knowledgeable, so we're <laughs> pulling the stuff. Uh, and then there's damping sphere, which yeah. came out in Dominaria, which is uh, if they produce uh, multiple of a color, like so. Guys, Cradle only produces one colorless. Yeah. Or Tron pieces. Uh, and then for every spell, and it costs one more for every spell they play. So it's it's like a double hate card, a little bit, probably a little too narrow unless you're playing against um, storm decks or high casting things. Yeah. So, us I had the ones I probably use the most are Wars Toll and Mana Web. Um, for me. <sighs> It's just because I just made those decks, but it's, you know, it's the original OGs. I use Magus or the Moon. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I hadn't really used a lot of non basic land hate stuff because I play a lot of it. <laughs> but it's just recently that I, you know, enough. And, and the thing is, is 
I did two of them. You know, I had the Blood Moon and the Magus of the Moon. I didn't try to go and get all the red stuff because I'm just like, all right, that's my hate. That's just more so to mm-hmm. slow people mm-hmm. down instead of like hurt people. And I do like, I like contamination as well. Mono black decks, clearly. Yeah, yeah I bought um, that card other than that, to go in a deck and then I never played it. Like, it's just in my binder now. But yeah, that card seems pretty interesting. Oh, I think, yeah, I, I, I like it and I can see people why they want to play it, but um, you can, you can, if you're playing it too much and too consistently, I can see people really disliking that deck. Yeah. Oh, you need to be a little bit careful, and I think you're right. When you are playing just Blood Moon and Magus of the Moon in your Perforos deck, like it's not going to show up all the time. Yeah, unless you play it all the time, then it's like fuck. Every other game, we're getting <laughs> one, but <laughs> that's that's also what are fine because like, that's about? the only deck that does it. Yeah, because <laughs> I won't put it in a multicolor deck. You know, it's got like sure. all these are pretty much are single color decks. So that isn't very often that I do that. So, but there's options out there to be a dick. <laughs> to be a dick, if you so want. So should we move into our ANL question, which really isn't a question? It's more of uh, just to pass the but time. Who, who asked this question this week? Oh shit! I didn't even look. Uh, hang on a second. Give me, give me Harry like, Enos. <laughs> give, me, <laughs> uh, give me just. That was a, good. So. This week's ANL qu- question. I mean, you found the email where they yes. asked us this. Right. Uh, this mm-hmm. this one's from Dixie Normus. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that funny. <laughs> shouldn't at all. So Dixie Normus uh, wrote us and said. It, it's just Dix Normus though, right? The middle name is not important. or they- No, it's Dixie. Dixie. Oh, Dixie. 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 Normus. Normus. Hmm. Dixie Normus. <laughs> That's very unfortunate. <laughs> it's one of our listeners, Larry. It's not very funny. One of our listeners. Name. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm surprised that she didn't change her name. <laughs> yet. Join the Dixie Chicks. Dixie Normus. <laughs> I don't know if that's how Dixie Chicks works. <laughs> Can't just be like, my name's Dixie. I'm in the Dixie I'm Chicks. Dixie Ch- <laughs> Which Dixie are you? I'm Dixie Normus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like Dixie Vagina. What? That doesn't work. <laughs> that's not even... <laughs> that doesn't uh, work at all. All right. <laughs> let's, let's get off of Dixie. All right. So it is... Uh, we're not necessarily like top 10 or anything, but it's like our favorite movies. I'd say movies that we have watched over and over again, can watch over and over again. Maybe some of them you haven't watched over and over. Um, the ones on my list are all ones that I've seen multiple times. So like I talked about last week with Firefly and currently actually was watching that before we started recording. Um, these are movies that I've repeatedly watched. They are that enjoyable to me. Uh, so why don't you start us off with your list though, Larry? Um, I'm going to go with the boring ones. Uh, like I said, last week for TV, I lean towards superheroes, but not DC and movies. So, uh, Marvel cinematic universe Mm -hmm. that will keep you busy during this time. Yeah. Go through in order of all those movies and you can watch them all on Disney plus. So boom. (laughs) Wow. We are not sponsored by Disney plus, (laughs) which sucks. To be sweet. What you got? Uh, so is that that's your list? That's all you got? No, all I got. I mean, oh, you want to go back we and can forth? Go back and forth on okay. that one, yeah. Uh, well, my number one with the bullet is the Lord because I think Lord of the Rings series, the the trilogy. I've watched that makes sense. Those so many. So I, I said I watched you know Firefly thirteen times or whatever the series, Lord of the Rings. Uh, especially the fellowship of the ring. I've watched that one no shorter than 40 times. Like it's been over 40 times that one because in college, when that came out, uh, I would be a little, um, how do I say inebriated? And every night I had the pirated copy before it even was out. You know, somebody, (laughs) and then you'd bait a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) 
how, how did you know? No, <laughs> I mean, that's what I did. So that's fine. No, but there is funny because the Just movie, because it was, uh, and people might not know this. We have a lot of younger listeners, but you remember Morpheus and Kazaa, like the downloading songs sites, but you could also no, download movies. I mean, hardly. What was that? Okay. Hardly. Hardly. You don't remember that at all? So do I, it. I guess you just, you were, you're, you're good. You didn't download stuff. So you would download, like you'd go to class and I'd be downloading like an episode of family guy or whatever. And you just hope, and how it worked was other people that were on Kazaa, it's kind of like Napster was where they had to be online and you were downloading it from them. And then once somebody else had it, you, you'd go on and people could download from you. So it was kind of a sharing thing. It was illegal. Like it finally got shut down. <laughs> it was like an illegal sharing thing. <laughs> That's what Napster was. <laughs> but this was with movies and shows and all right. that. So like all my family guys for the longest time, because they didn't have DVDs at that point. You know, not, not that DVDs didn't exist. They just didn't have family guy and DVD yet. And I was a poor college student, so you just you download everything. But back to the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship before it even came out on DVD, I had the uh, pirated copy that somebody got a hold of that they sent to the awards people for the Academy Awards or whatever. Is that the right one for movies? Academy Awards? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. So like every about twenty minutes, there would be a, like a scrolling line across the bottom saying, "This is for the judges of." whatever the academy <laughs> awards and you're taking me out of the mood <laughs> but because it's so long it would always end like the first half of the movie ended with uh when the fellowship they're trying to decide what to do with the ring and it has gimli going to hit it with his axe you know what part i'm talking about and he's like oh, i'll just destroy it or whatever yeah, yeah. but it's it freezes at him with his mouth like open and with the axe going. And so every morning or every night I'd wake up. That's the scene where all the means come from is like, you cannot simply walk into Mordor. Yeah. But But the freeze frame is Gimli's face, just like mouth wide open with the axe about to hit it. And just, that's what I'd wake up to. Completely hung over every (laughs) freaking night. And just like, what the fuck Gimli? And I just, you know, turn off my computer. Open, open mouth, kiss him. Yeah. Well, cause I, I guess I should say I'd pass out and cause I'd be beep. And he, <laughs> beep. Is that your RG R R two D two? No, that was a uh, digital static. I'm oh, sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> like last was week, it was fun to listen to that again. I was just like, he totally <laughs> did just say it. How did I think that it was digital static? Anyways, that was a long thing for Lord of the Rings. It was, it is my favorite. If we did so, top ten, uh, it is I, top. I'm looking at my list, and other than the MCU, I'm I'm pretty sure I haven't watched any other movies in the last decade, other than Marvel movies. Because <laughs> uh, I'm looking at my list, and it's all like over ten years old stuff. So the Matrix. Oh, that's good. Oh, how did I miss that? That series. Yeah. Even though people so didn't two and like three, it. not not so much, but just watching the original Matrix. It was so crazy to watch when that came out for in 1999. Sure. That, was, like, that was how DVDs became a thing. Because I worked at Best Buy. That's when I started. My first job was Best oh. Buy. And that's they played them on every single TV because they were, they were showing off the DVDs of that. And that was kind of the rise of DVD is Matrix. Okay. But I would say I liked... I didn't love two and three as much as the first one, of course, but the story in general, the whole thing together. And then now they're making the fourth one. Um, I'll, I'll watch it. I'm just saying like when you're talking about movies that like you love and you're suggesting, I wouldn't be like, you need to see the matrix one, two and three. I just be like, check out the matrix. If you love it, go check out the other two. Right. Well, Um, and if you really love it, uh, and I can't believe good call on this one, Larry, because I this one was off my I didn't even catch this one. But then I love the Matrix so much that I did you ever watch the Animatrix? Actually I have the four I have the disc compilation thing. So it had so, the Animatrix with yes, that? Yes, I do I do have the Animatrix. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch that? That's fucking awesome. It's kinda cool. I did. It kinda it's sh- cool. shows how they it's all these different little stories. It kinda reminds me of uh what is it? that Netflix show kill robot kill something. I don't know. I'm killing the love. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, no, that's that's a game or something. But no, but yeah, it's sex love, love robots. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Good job. Uh, but it reminds yeah. me of that because it's that. really dark kind of stuff, but it goes with the Matrix. Right. And it's just like side stories and everything. So, all right, go ahead. Next one. Uh, one that you showed me, and I watch it every St. Paddy's Day, Boondock Saints. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really good movie. Yeah. Uh, can't say much more about it. It's super fun. Uh, you can tell it's made on a budget and it doesn't matter. No, it's, it's so original, like how they do it. Freaking William Defoe is amazing in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, so I also, so I'm going to go keep going with the series. So I did Harry Potter series. That'll kill some time. For yeah, you it. would do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I didn't put down Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter knowing you would go after that. Yeah. So go for the Harry Potter series. Uh, I'm trying to get my boys to watch it right now. I just, I own them, but everything's in storage. And so they had it on sale because, you know, we're all stuck inside. And so I was like 80 bucks, you can buy them all. And I was like, fine, I'll just get it. So it's digitally. Cause I've been waiting, I've been wanting to show them it for like a year now. And so I started watching the first one and they made it about a half an hour in and they were gone. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I just bought these for 80 I'm gonna, bucks. <laughs> I'm going to be a, a snob and just say the books are so much better. Oh, though. they are so like, good. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. All right. What's your next one? <laughs> um, This one's probably the least known one. It Hot Rod. Oh, that's awesome. One? I love that movie. I, I, <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so I just laugh yeah. for, for stupidity reasons, but it's Andy Samberg movie. He's the, you know, um, He's a comedian from SNL and stuff like that. But oh, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine—you would know him best yeah. from probably nowadays. But he's a a loser. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, trying to be a stunt devil or a stunt devil, and he's just not good at it. No, it's amazing. So it's pretty funny. I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and then after I watched it, again, you know, a second time, I was like, "This is actually a pretty damn funny movie." Like, you just have to know that it's dumb. Like that's what it's supposed to be. And what that reminds me of is, and I don't even have this on my list, but it just made me think of it is like Zoolander. I had the same thing with Zoolander. I hated that movie when I first saw it, but then they were playing it on the college station and I just had it on in the background. I was like, this movie's fucking hilarious. I love, that's one of my favorite movies, Zoolander. I've only seen Zoolander once with my wife. She, cause she loved it. Oh man. It's so um, good. and so I, I sat down to watch it. It's, it's pretty funny stuff. So. I'm a merman. Uh, I also um, have, did you watch grandma's boy? Cause that is an amazing movie. You, you had me watch that when we drove out to Glen Bucks, Canyon. Bucks when we hiked Gulch. That. Yeah. That, I love that movie. And Gulch. Yeah. It's really, really dirty and whatever, but it's for, is this hilarious. on your list? Yeah, Grandma's Boy was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Your next uh, one. How about The Usual Suspects? Yeah. So that is an awesome movie. And I tried to show Cindy that recently, and it it doesn't hold up as well. <laughs> like, I was like, she got bored of it. And I was like, yeah, it is really slow. But man, you just got to wait for the end. The end is so awesome. It's like the coolest thing ever. And then it happened, and she's like, meh. I was like, Damn it. I love uh, this movie. No, I, I like I, it a lot. I've rewatched it, but I I enjoyed it. I, I really like it. So I, I show it to people. Kaiser Sose. Uh, another kind of along the same, not same lines, but, a, you know, the ending of that one is so brilliant. That's what makes that movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I, I like Inception kind of as a mind twist one too, or you're just like, I, that's one that I, that's on my list that I've watched multiple times. That one just gets so fucking crazy. Like the different levels and each level how yeah. in your dreams. For me, I, I, I did enjoy it, but it, it didn't blow my mind or anything. I felt like it was a movie that was trying too hard. If that makes sense. Oh man. I loved that movie so much. I liked it. I liked it for sure. I guess uh, here's going a question off with Christopher Nolan, dark Knight trilogy. Oh, that's on my list. Yep. <laughs> I said the yeah, new, I love the new Batman series. Yeah. It's specifically so the good. dark Knight was the best one. Uh, my, then my last ones are ones that we talked about in our favorite scary movies. Cause we did do this one before oh. I, I had cabin in the woods, the grudge, the ring, 
Uh, I did like Paranormal Activity, the first one. That one just like scared the shit out of me the first time seeing it. But I've talked about all those before. But all those are great horror movies to watch. Um, not the New Grudge. I we haven't watched that one. I'm talking about the one that was out in like I don't know when okay. was that early 2000s. I'm kind of glazed over at this point. I don't know anything about scary movies. Yeah. So. <laughs> But that was pretty much my list, too, because I had Batman on there as well. I've watched The Dark right. Knight multiple, multiple times. Heath Ledger was the best Joker, in my opinion, with all that. Like, he just... Him. That's such a good movie. Um. Okay, I have four. I can go over one quick. Uh, Gladiator with Russell Crowe. That one's a really good movie. Yeah, that's an old one. Yeah, that's. I told you, I haven't watched other movies in the decade. <laughs> um... And then, do you know Snatch at all? Yep. Uh, Guy Ritchie film, Brad Pitt's in it, and that's kind of where... Um, oh, Turkish. Memento is another interesting one. This is an interesting one, but I don't think I could re-watch it. I don't think I, I liked it that much. But I guess you could say at this point, like, Christopher Nolan films. Yeah. Or, oh, that was a Guy Ritchie film? No, that was Christopher Nolan that did... Momento, yep, I think. Yep, yep. So, uh, Pay It Forward. Yeah. It was a, a really nice, good movie. That one brought tears to my eyes. I know. It got me. Yeah, I was just like, oh, me. my God. I'm and not so the, cry. the basic, You're crying. I'm not crying. <laughs> the basics of that one is a little kid comes up with the idea of do one nice thing, tell them that they need to pay it forward to three different people, and they do nice things, and then he thinks he fails. Uh, and then you will find out if you watch the movie. Yeah, there's a um, tearjerker. And then part. the last, <laughs> and the last one I have is Big Fish. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. That one's the telling the stories and all that stuff, right? Yeah, uh, it's. I, I think it's just a really good like dad movie. Yeah, like it. it it's like telling you, you know, I, I have a pretty good relationship with my dad, and I know I'm I'm pretty lucky about that. But it's just kind of like. It's a story of a guy, a dad who had just tells big fish stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all based off of fact. And the son is trying to reconcile all of that, not knowing what was true or what was false and stuff like that. So, and that's a Tim Burton movie. And I think it's like visually really good looking too. Yep. So I like it, Larry. You know what? I'm surprised you didn't have on your list. Why didn't you have any of the star Wars stuff on there? I mean, they're good. <laughs> uh, I mean, the original trilogy are the only ones I've really watched multiple times and liked. Yeah. And I've watched The Last Jedi three times trying to figure out why I like or I don't like it. And then I ended up kind of liking it, but it, it's for sure not something like anything new. I wouldn't say like, you got to watch this. Right. The original trilogy. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm sweet that's it all right well hey we killed some time we made this work uh we didn't sound too digitally crappy like we were earlier oh that was interesting um okay so we should probably cut this off yeah we just we have another 40 minutes right exactly (laughs) where are we at we can do this all right All right. Well, I think next week, what are we doing for next week? Are we going to do that list for the uh, underrated cards? Or We probably shouldn't even give that away because then it'll just get stolen. We have no but, idea. We have no idea. Yeah. Don't I know what we're doing next week. It should be interesting. Though. It should be fun. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. Bye.